Want to attract more of your ideal clients without feeling overwhelmed? Don't we all? Today we're chatting about the three things you need to know before you create long form content so that you can set yourself and your business up for success long term. So if you're ready to grow your online business, to attract more clients and to make more sales, this one's for you. Let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me, not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy-to-implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Before we get started, I want to invite you to join the Mama Business community. It's free to sign up, and each week you receive a newsletter with additional tips, strategies, and resource recommendations to help you successfully navigate mom and business life. Of course, as things change, as they often do in the online world, I'll also be keeping you up to date on those things as well. Plus, you'll get to be among the first to know about any discounts or specials I might run throughout the year. So join the free community today by heading to sarahbrumley.com community. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com slash community. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. My little sister spent a week with us last week, and we just had the best time. My other sister lives here in this area, and we had a portion of our kids hanging out with us, and it was really just so much fun. And I love getting together with my sisters and with close friends and just knowing that we can be completely open and honest with one another. It's something that we can all leave feeling built up, you know, like we belong or that we have a fresh new perspective on one or more topics that just allows us to move forward in some area of our life with greater excitement or at least the knowledge that we aren't in it alone. And I say this here because my hope is that every single time you show up here to listen to a podcast episode or to engage with my email community or whatever else it is, I just hope that you feel heard, that you leave feeling built up and that you feel capable of creating change in your own life and the lives of those around you. And most importantly, that you know you're not alone. That's my goal, and I am so happy to be on this journey with you because we are all in this together, even if you live a long ways away from me. So we are working our way through this series that is all about designing a marketing strategy that works for you and your business, and while this entire podcast is dedicated to that, the current season we are currently in is designed to help you clearly understand the foundational elements of an organic marketing strategy that attracts your ideal clients, that nurtures them into paying clients, and then allows you to serve them 
so that you know exactly what to do and when to do it with no confusion necessary. And I do just want to say that the first foundational element we are working through is the attraction strategy. And this is critical, okay? Because even last week when I was with my sister hanging out, I got two notifications of new clients. These are clients that I would not have had if I had not put this attraction strategy into play, okay? I would have had to work those hours in order to get those clients instead of being able to sit back and say, I've already got the pieces in place. I'm gonna spend some time with my sister and voila, I have two new clients throughout the process, okay? So this is a critical part a critical part of any marketing strategy, okay? This is the process that we put together that attracts that potential ideal client and it takes them from not knowing you at all to wanting to know more about you and how you can serve them, okay? This is the piece that leads them from not knowing you to paying you and becoming your client. And honestly, without this foundational piece in place, no other marketing elements that you try to use are gonna be successful, It's just the truth. So knowing that, I just want to encourage you that if you've missed any of the last few episodes, you can check them out in the show notes. I will link them there because I would love to have you stay on track with this. It really is important. Okay. So there's just a little bit of honest truth there. All of these things are important and they are more than just steps in a process. They are going to set you and your business up for success now and into the future, whether you're on vacation, whether you're hanging out with family, whatever it might be, you have a life outside your business. So set your business up so that it can work alongside and during the times when you are spending your time in your own life outside of your business. Okay, hopefully that made sense. That sounds a little bit uh, roundabout now that I'm thinking about it. But anyways, today we are gonna focus on the three things that you must know before you create content. Specifically, we're talking about long form content, okay? And this is content specifically designed to attract your ideal potential clients. And like I said, keep in mind that this is part of the attraction piece of our greater marketing strategy. So we will build on this as we move forward, okay? So the first thing that you have to know for creating long form content is your tech. And it might seem silly that I'm starting with this and not the actual content creation, but really, if you don't have your tech in place, the content itself is going to be useless. So what tech do you need? First, you absolutely need a website. This is where you will house your content. If you're writing a blog, that's where your written content is gonna be. If you have a podcast or a video type um, content platform, then you're gonna embed those on your website. This is a non-negotiable. There will be plenty of people out there that will say that you can keep your content elsewhere, that a website is over the top or an extra, but it's not. Even if you make the choice to host your video or your audio elsewhere, you need a place that you own where your potential clients and customers can always come to find you. A website provides that. I actually did a whole episode on this topic about whether your business really needs a website. So if you wanna check it out, it's episode 12. And if you already have a website in place, but you aren't sure it's working properly when it comes to attracting your clients, then you might wanna take a listen to episode 66. So I will link both of those in the show notes, but ultimately you need a website. So that's the first piece of tech that you need to have in place in order to successfully attract your ideal clients through long form content creation. 
Secondly, you'll need to have tech related to your chosen long form content platform. Now, remember, you could choose from blog, podcast, or video content, right? If you chose blog, then you're probably good to go with your website as long as you have the ability to type your content and get it up onto your website, okay? So just starting out there, you probably don't need any more tech than just the website. Now, if you chose to use audio or podcast content as your long-form content platform, then you are going to need a few additional pieces of tech. These could include um, podcast hosting, that's where your podcast audio is actually uploaded so that the world can hear it. And personally, I use Captivate.fm and I will leave their link in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. But they are by far my favorite. I've used a couple, so I can say that um, I know a little bit about this, but their customer service is awesome. And they also provide great trainings on how to get started with podcasting and with their platform. So if that's the direction you plan to go, I highly recommend them. You will also likely need a microphone. You probably are going to need some sort of recording or editing software, whether that's, um, you know, something that's on your desktop or something that you use in the online sphere, or maybe you are just using your phone, whatever else it is, okay? You have to have some way to record that podcast audio content. You're also going to need storage for your audio files, like maybe Dropbox or an external hard drive, something along those lines. And possibly you're going to need some background noise canceling equipment if that's a problem for you. Um, I definitely have some background noise canceling equipment because I have a noisy home and I plan to record while my family is around me. So that's just... Uh, just the reality of a situation, right? But I could probably do an entire podcast episode on this topic. So if that's something that you want to hear, let me know. But ultimately, those are the things that I use and it doesn't have to be complicated. Now, if you chose to do video content, then your needs will be really similar. But with the video component, you're still going to need some sort of hosting for your video, okay? More than likely, you'll choose to use YouTube because it's an amazing search engine, but there are definitely others out there. You're going to need a microphone and a camera. You're going to need lighting that doesn't make you look washed out or shadowy or just plain old, right? You're going to need recording and editing software, storage for your video files, and once again, you might need some additional equipment based on the sound and what people will see in your room around you. That's one thing that I don't have to worry about with podcasting. Um, you don't get to see what's actually happening around me, but you may need that if you are doing video type content. Okay. So like you might want a room divider or something like that, or, you know, who knows? So quick and to the point, you have to have your tech in place. That means knowing what tech you need and actually implementing it. And remember, the sooner the better, because the sooner you have this in place, the sooner you can start on the next steps and actually begin attracting your ideal clients. Okay, the second thing you need to know is your topic. Now, obviously your general topic is whatever industry you're in and whatever services or products you provide. That's pretty self-explanatory, right? But in this case, we need to be more specific. You need to know what your potential client is asking. She or he is just getting started on their journey to finding a solution. So how will they get to you? How will they know that you are the one that can provide that solution? One of my favorite ways of doing this is by using a web. And you can probably remember those from school when the teacher would give you a big topic and ask you to brainstorm some smaller topics based on that. So you take that general topic and you just start breaking it into smaller topics. For example, if you're a, let's say, 
let's say you're a financial planner. Okay, I know a little bit about that. You might just choose to write finances as your general topic, okay? So you've got your finances topic in the middle of the page, let's say, and then you are going to break it down into smaller topics. Those topics might include debt, savings, budgeting, retirement, or whatever else you might come down or, you know, come up with, okay? And then you're gonna write those down, okay? So they're gonna kind of be like the, the little spokes coming out from the larger topic. From there, you might even break it down further. So obviously you won't be able to cover budgeting in one blog post or one audio recording or one video, right? Instead, you might have subtopics that include creating a grocery budget, your school expenses, holiday budgets, meal planning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get where I'm going with this, right? So using a web, using some sort of breakdown like that, where you're just breaking it down into smaller and smaller pieces, that's a great way to brainstorm ideas so that you can get started. The other thing I highly suggest you do when it comes to knowing your topic is to sit down and actually ask your ideal clients. Okay, if you have clients already, ask them what they are currently searching for or what they might've been searching for when they came to you to start with. Now, if you can think about somebody who would be a perfect client, but isn't quite a client yet, have them tell you what they're wondering, what they're searching for, what they're considering, or what they're struggling with, okay? You don't necessarily have to pressure them into being your client. In fact, I find that sometimes it's better to say, hey, I'd love to ask you a few questions, no sales pitch, no strings attached. I've done this a lot, and quite honestly, sometimes they do turn into clients, but either way, I get a lot of good information each and every time I do it. And sometimes that information is more valuable than the client itself. So I don't know, that might seem like a twisted way to think about it, but quite honestly, sometimes the information I get from people right now builds my business so big in the future that just pressuring that one client isn't actually gonna help me. Does that make sense? I hope, I really hope that makes sense. Anyways, don't pressure, just ask because people wanna help and it's always good to get that feedback. Now, I just want to remind you that your long form content is the hook, okay? It is created to answer a question and offer solutions to a problem. It points to you as the expert and it ensures you are credible and that you are somebody that they can trust. But you have to know your topic in order to actually be successful in doing so, all right? So what questions are your potential clients asking? What issues are they searching for? What answers do they need? It's time to give them, okay? The third thing that you need to know when it comes to your long form content is your technique. And there are a lot of things that can play into this and we can definitely have, and we will definitely have more discussion around this in the future, but essentially you need to know what works and what doesn't when it comes to you creating consistent content on your preferred platform. So this could be scheduling knowing what day of the week and what time you'll sit down to create the content. Maybe it's when the babysitter is around. Maybe it's when your kiddo is napping or at school. Whatever it is, you know so that you can show up consistently. Knowing your technique could also be having a clear structure that you use for each and every piece of content you create. An outline that already has the details you need and the links that you incorporate consistently. Maybe it's a checklist that you make sure that you complete each and every time you record an episode or publish a blog post. One that doesn't leave you guessing whether you missed a step, right? So you can stay on track even with those interruptions. Whatever it might be though, you need to know. And I'm not gonna say that you're gonna get this right immediately. 
Gosh, no, okay? I'm still refining my technique for this, but you do need to be aware of what will get you to the finish line because the last thing you wanna do is end up overwhelmed or second guessing yourself because you aren't sure that you did it right or you aren't sure what to do next. Not only is that frustrating, but it needlessly takes you away from the things that your attention also needs to address, right? Like your kids and your home and all the other things. Also client work once you have it, all right? Possibly more important things. So you do not want your attention to be divided just because you didn't put a technique or a system for this into place. So take the time just to put this in place and then I want you to refine it as you go. Also, if you're looking for a system to allow you to do this, I have the Mama Business Hub ready for you. It's complete with tutorials to get you up and running so that every piece of your content creation process is ready to go when you are. You can find it at sarahbrumley.com resources if that's something that you're interested in, okay? Alrighty, that brings us to the action part of this episode, and we all know that action is where the dreams turn into the reality. And today's action step should be pretty clear. It's actually a three-parter, right? You have to know your tech. That means actually understanding what you need and then putting it into place. I feel like I gave you a pretty thorough list of the tech that you'll probably need, so just start there and start putting it together. Secondly, you have to know your topic. What is your potential client searching for and how can you answer their questions? My guess is that you probably know, but use that web activity or talk to a few prospective clients and get really clear on this. Trust me, you will thank yourself for that later, I promise. Third, you have to know your technique for consistency. What do you need to put into place so that you can be consistent time-wise, content-wise, whatever it might be? These are critical elements of a long-form content strategy that will attract your ideal clients for years to come. But the longer you wait to put these into place, the longer you wait to see these amazing results. So today is the day to get in the know, to implement the pieces of this attraction strategy that we can build on going forward. And as always, if you're struggling with this, don't hesitate to reach out. You can head to cerebrally.com to learn more about how I can help you with strategy or with setting up your systems. Now, once again, you can just go to cerebrally.com to find out more. But no matter where you are in this process, mama, just know that I am cheering you on. Really, really, truly cheering you on. You've got this. Have an amazing day and I will chat with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.